0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2156, Building the Perfect Portfolio Allocation, Five Models to Follow, by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. We're gonna jump right into today's post as we optimize your life. Building the Perfect Portfolio Allocation, Five Models to Follow, by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. Setting up the perfect portfolio is impossible, but the perfect portfolio is one that has a solid asset allocation. We've talked about the importance of asset allocation before, and one of the most common questions is, that's great, but how do I set it up? Fair enough. Here are five model portfolio asset allocations that you should consider based on your own risk tolerance. Remember, risk is always equal to reward, so the less risky the portfolio, the less it will return over time. While there's no right or wrong answer, setting up a balanced portfolio that matches your target asset allocation is hard. Once you find the perfect portfolio allocation to follow, make sure you check out our resource on maintaining proper asset allocation across multiple accounts. Let's dive in. Model number one, this simple portfolio. Sometimes, simple is the best way to do it. However, this is also one of the more conservative approaches to asset allocation. But it's easy to follow and easy to maintain, and the fees are low. This portfolio is based on a strategy by Rick Ferry, who believes in simple ETF and low-fee strategies for investors. Here's the portfolio. 60% World Stock Market Index, Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund, or VT and 40% Bond Market Index, Vanguard's Total Bond Market Index Fund, or BND. This portfolio is conservative because of the large portion of the shares in bonds, but it provides moderate growth and a hedge against market downturns. Model number two, the three-fund portfolio. The three-fund portfolio is a portfolio that has been advanced by the Bogleheads. It keeps to basic asset classes and is popular because of its simplicity as well as its tax efficiency and low fees. The portfolio is simple. 34% Stock Market Index, Vanguard's Total Stock Market Index Fund, or VTI. 33% Bond Market Index, Vanguard's Total Bond Market Index Fund, or BND. And 33% International Stock Market Index, Vanguard's Total International Stock Index Fund, or VXUS. Similar to the simple portfolio, this portfolio is designed to be more conservative, but it does have more growth potential due to the international exposure. Model number three, the conservative portfolio. This portfolio is designed for someone who's interested in investing and wants to set up a more complex portfolio, but at the same time needs to be more cautious on the risk front. This portfolio would be a smart choice for someone over 50, nearing retirement and needing the money in the portfolio sooner rather than later. What this portfolio does differently than the simpler portfolio is that it breaks the stocks and bonds up a little more with a focus on the retirement age. The portfolio looks like this. 25% large cap stocks, Vanguard Large Cap Index Fund, or VV. 20% small cap stocks, Vanguard's Small Cap Index Fund, or VB. 5% International Stock Market Index, Vanguard's Total International Stock Index Fund, or VXUS. 40% Intermediate Term Bonds, Vanguard's Intermediate Term Bond Fund, or BIV. And 10% Short-Term Bonds, Vanguard's Short-Term Bond Fund, or BSV. This portfolio maintains more in bonds than any of the others and focuses on shorter-term bonds which may fluctuate less in price and in turn preserve principle. Model number four, the moderate portfolio. This portfolio is designed to be a balance. It's not too conservative, but it's not as risky as other portfolios as well. I would consider this portfolio for anyone who's 30 to 50 years old and is normal for risk tolerance. This group still has time on their side, so they can handle some return, but at the same time don't want a ton of risk. Here's what this portfolio looks like. 25% large cap stocks, Vanguard's large cap index fund, or VV. 25% small cap stocks, Vanguard's small cap index fund, or VB. 15% international stock market index, Vanguard's total international stock index fund, or VXUS, 5% Emerging Market Stocks, Vanguard's Emerging Markets Index Fund, or VWO, and 30% Bond Market Index, Vanguard's Total Bond Market Index Fund, or BND. As you can see, this portfolio is mostly stock-focused with a larger percentage in small cap and international equities than other portfolios so far. This will provide more growth potential over time, but it also increases the risk of the portfolio. So time is important. And model number five, the aggressive portfolio. Finally, we have the aggressive portfolio. This is designed for individuals who want larger returns and are willing to accept more risk. I see this group as individuals who are 18 to 30 years old and have over 30 plus years until they'll need to access the money in the portfolio. Here's what this portfolio looks like. 30% large cap stocks, Vanguard's large cap index fund, or VV. 30% small cap stocks, Vanguard's small cap index fund, or VB. 20% international stock market index, Vanguard's total international stock index fund, or VXUS. 10% emerging market stocks, Vanguard's Emerging Markets Index Fund, or VWO, and 10% Bond Market Index, Vanguard's Total Bond Market Index Fund, or BND. This portfolio has the most in stocks, 90%, and in the stock part of the portfolio, 30% in international and 30% is in small companies, which both have great return potential but do carry more risk. You just listened to the post titled Building the Perfect Portfolio Allocation, Five Models to Follow by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. Some great thoughts here on asset allocation. I find that many people ask more about which specific investment funds they should choose versus which asset allocation is right for them. But especially if we're investing in index funds, what really matters is our portfolio allocation mix of types of investments, like stocks, bonds, and REITs. The reason is because all reasonably well-diversified 100% equity portfolios are going to perform at least 90% the same. Likewise, all reasonably well-diversified 80-20 or 60-40 stock-to-bond portfolios are going to perform at least 90% the same. From my perspective, the purpose of having bonds in a portfolio is to smooth the ride of the volatility of the stock market. This is super important as you get closer to tapping into your portfolio You don't want the value of your portfolio to be highly volatile when you're drawing down from it. But if you don't plan to touch that money for more than 10 to 15 years, it seems to me that smoothing volatility is more about the emotional benefit of not watching wild swings with your money. For me, I've solved for this by keeping a strong cash position and not watching my investments too closely. Because I have a 100% stock portfolio, I don't need to rebalance so I have even less of a need to look at it. If you're interested in hearing more about the benefits of an all-stock portfolio, check out episode 1700 titled Why I Own 100% U.S. Stocks by A Purple Life. And that's a wrap for another Monday show. Have a great rest of your day and start to your week, and I'll be back tomorrow where optimal life awaits.